Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And good morning to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara, and you are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here on a Saturday morning. And uh, we have Mary Baker in the house with me this morning. Hello. Happy Saturday. I know. I love my Saturday mornings. And You look uh, very festive today. I do. I, I do sort think. of look 4th of July-ish or something, a don't bit, I? But it's making me feel the summer vibe. Yeah, feeling summer. Yeah, I am a little bit. It. Yeah, I got my peace sweatshirt on and just feeling summer vibes. <laughs> um, we're going to have a lot of special guests with us today. Uh, but the most important person uh, to this whole process working is Tim, and he is in the WATD studio. Good morning, Tim. Oh, maybe maybe we don't. That's all right. <laughs> we will just take so it from here. There. <laughs> I know. I can see that he's there, so hopefully everything is good. Um, so we also have uh, Tracy Grady, who is joining us. So uh, Tracy, we're doing all of this through Zoom, and we are on Facebook and everything. Yep. So uh, Tracy, can you uh, hear us okay? I'm hoping we can hear you. Can you hear me? I can. Perfect. Awesome. Yay. Good morning. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So Tracy, um, I'm loving the new deck. So we're also... <laughs> Maybe that's what's giving me the summer vibes is I'm looking at Tracy enjoying the weather outside. The beautiful, beautiful Gorgeous. new deck that they just put on. So Tracy Grady, obviously... Uh, Grady team, right? Part of the Grady, Grady team. Grady team, yep. yep. With her husband, Jim, uh, full-time real estate agents here at Boston Connect Real Estate. And she's going to be joining us this morning for our conversation, uh, just to give you a little insight of how everything is going to work today. Um, Mary is going to be with us for the first half hour. I know. Well, now it's like 20 minutes. Okay. Well, I know. <laughs> you can give me a half hour. Well, we have Tracy. So Tracy, Tracy, I'm sure can fill in uh, because you have to go out there and show some properties. What do you have? Six houses to show? We have a lot of properties to show actually. So so, um, I think it's seven total. So two different clients, six with one, one with the other, mm-hmm. which is awesome. That means inventory is here. Yes. I have I houses to show. I like that. Yeah. That good, was good morning, Mary. Good morning, Sharon. Good morning, Tracy. Sorry, I couldn't answer you, but I am here waiting <laughs> to take the phone calls and and everything. So no fear. All right. I did say that you were the most important person of this whole production working. And then I'm well, like, thank you. 
don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tim, do you want to give everybody the phone number at the studio? If yes, the, the magic digits are 781-837-4900. And I'll be happy to connect you with these lovely ladies. Perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to have a couple other people joining us. They'll probably be joining us a little bit later. They can pop in whenever they want. Uh, so some other agents from the office. We have Trish and Nick Flynn yep. um, from Boston Connect, obviously. And we also have Kristen Howlett, uh, who will be joining us. So she um, has a new listing as well. So she is also a full-time real estate agent here at Boston Connect Real Estate. Uh, we invited Matt Mahoney. I'm not sure if he will make it or not. Well, he's sort of busy with a new baby and I know, all that. He is. I was know? on the phone with him last night and yeah. Ray was crying. Oh, so anyways, um, so today, Trace, we're going to be talking about like what's going on in the market. And it's interesting because I sent out a text message to all of you last night just saying, you know, I'd love for you to come on and talk about your listings, give you the opportunity to get a little more um, emphasis around your new listings, which are all beautiful, by the way. Um, but I'm saying how we're sort of feeling now I've, I've been away. So, oh yeah, this is my first time back on a Saturday since the wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm we back. did Tuesday show. Yeah, we did Tuesday show. Uh, Mary and I talked about contingencies and should you drop them? So if you didn't hear that show and you do want to listen to it, of course, we have a podcast that you can sneak back to, which is Talk Real Estate Roundtable on your podcast app, or you can go to the website, talkrealestateroundtable.com. Um, but we were talking about, should you still have to drop contingencies as a buyer? But when I came back, one of the things, Trace, that I said was, I feel this different. I was gone for 10 days. Um, you know, my daughter got married in Greece. It was beautiful. And uh, we went to Scotland for a couple of days. And I could feel the energy being a little different when I got back. Yeah, A little bit of like an Eeyore syndrome type, like, oh, like what's happening? Like the sky is falling. I don't think the sky is falling, people. But Tracy, you said it, you know, do you see a little bit of a shift? But what are your thoughts? Shift in the system. Yeah, I just feel, you know, we have a new listing that we put on the market. In Pembroke, beautiful colonial. Um, uh, we're doing an open house today at 15 Hill Farm Road from noon to two and tomorrow. But I just feel that, yeah, there's definitely a little bit more inventory coming on the market. Mm -hmm. Buyers wake up because they're out there now. So I think a lot of I think a lot of the buyers have kind of gone to sleep. Like even our buyers that we have are not so adamantly trying to get out there. But it's time to wake up because I really feel like we are we are seeing a lot more coming on the market. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, this is the opportunity, really. Yeah, and what do you guys think the push is right now? Like, why do you think, you know, because usually we see a little bit of a slowdown right now as like the end of June comes because kids summer, are getting out yeah. of school and then there's the 4th of July. So do you think that the sell, what do you think is pushing sellers to come on right now? Do you think that, go ahead, you tell me. I Personally, I think they, um, they're they hearing kind of the chatter about properties not going as quickly. Uh, um, days on market. Days yeah. on market a little bit uh, longer. Higher interest rates are causing buyers to kind of not not be as competitive or I shouldn't say competitive, aggressive with their offers. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of sellers, I feel, are almost thinking they're going to miss the boat. Yeah, they kind of miss the opportunity to get in the market when it was crazy busy, like it was last year or even six months ago. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts, Trace? I'm a hundred percent. I agree with that. And I think, you know, back, back when we had our buyers and we were in that competitive market and the interest rates were lower, it was easy to say to your buyer, look, putting an extra 10 grand on mm -hmm. your offer is pennies in your pocket, but it's 10 grand in the seller's pocket, which it makes a big deal. 
Yeah. And you're telling your buyer when interest rates are so low, it's like 10 grand is going to be an extra $5 on your mortgage payment or $10. It's a minimal amount of money to get the house that you want. But now that the interest rates are kind of coming back up again, it's not as easy to say like, you know, I just don't think you're going to see those 100,000 over ask going on right now. I just, yeah. Yeah, because I, I was thinking about this topic a little bit this morning. And again, if you have any, uh, you know, any questions for us, whether it's about this topic or any other topics, then we are going to dig in deeper into everybody's listings too, uh, a little bit later. Um, 781-837-4900. We're also on Facebook, so you can find us on all the Connect pages. You'll actually be able to see us in our home studio here in our Pembroke office, right in Pembroke Center. You can see Tracy at home. And again, we'll have Kristen and the Flynn team uh, joining us. And um, you can see us on on like Pembroke Connect, Marshfield Connect, yep. Norwell Connect, Hanover Connect, Dorchester Connect. We're on all the Connect pages. Uh, or you can go to Sharon Costa McNamara and you can see us there. I tried tagging Mary and everybody else. So, um, so one of the things I was thinking about that was sort of interesting is, you know, where the prices are, right? So remember like where are the market value is right now is based on sold comps for the last six months. Now, for the last six months, we saw this increase of 100,000, 50,000 over asking, right? So I'm not going to be surprised if like, like I know that people are going to start coming out with numbers and I love numbers and I'll tell my favorite accountant <laughs> joke, okay? I know everyone's probably sick of it, but this is my accountant joke. So a man goes to his accountant, he's interviewing accountants and he goes to the first one, hey, how much is one plus one? And the accountant says two, brings in the next accountant that he interviews and he goes, how much is one plus one? And the accountant gets up, he shuts the shades and he says, what do you want it to be, right? <laughs> so that's how numbers work, right? So I all I know that what's gonna be coming out soon is, oh my gosh, look at the 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 um, sale price to list price ratio yeah. is so much lower than it was because we were seeing 109. It's funny that you say that. I was literally, I saw that you have an area market survey. Here yeah, and that's I was, why I did it. Yeah, I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm, I'm curious to have this conversation in three months yeah. and reevaluate where the sale to list price ratio really is. Yeah, because now we already have those emotional valued sale prices, right? And people, like Tracy just said, people are not going to be going above that number anyways. That number was so elevated artificially anyways, mm -hmm. right? It was based on emotion was emotional buying and then these crazy bidding wars going on of just you know and then you'd walk into and my favorite is walking into a house with a buyer so you have your buyer who's in the price range and you bring into a house that's in the price range and you're mentally walking the door and you're like there's no way this house is going to go for this price it's gonna go. <laughs> yeah. yeah like i'm bringing you to a house that i know you you're never going to get so we should just walk out the door right now because i know walking in that this house is going to go for and the one I'm thinking of specifically was well over a hundred thousand over ask. I'm like, there's no way this is going to go for this price. So, and do you think that you feel like that environment is changing, right? I do. I think you have to price accurately, and, and I think that's the important thing. Like, don't don't price just to get people through the door. You need to price accurately because it's I don't know bringing a buyer in and then having them be disappointed and setting their expectations and thinking that they're going to get in on this house when you walk in and you're like there's no way this is going to go for that but now i feel if the, if you price it properly that you're going to your buyers are going to get in there and it's not going to be the bidding war and it's 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 yeah. it's turning it's definitely turning a little bit well, and so, that's so, what we talked about Tuesday, right? Yeah, well, it, yes. And it's our argument. So from months and months and months ago, we were talking about how when you're comping properties or when you're evaluating properties, you're really not looking at the actual sale price. You're looking at the list price or you should be. You should be 
you should be um, comping it based off of what they were listed at because that $100,000, that's all emotional mm-hmm. that, that it's sold for, right? But then I feel like the sellers got in this position where they wanted more and more and more and, oh, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. And they were like, okay, if that house sold, it was on the market for $500,000, but it sold for $600,000, then I know my house is definitely worth $600,000. $600, so if yeah. I put my house on for $600,000, I should get, get seven hundred. Yeah. <laughs> right? 100%. I mean, it was crazy. I mean, and they, they I, need listing appointments and people are like, so how much over do you think I'm going to get? I'm like, you you can't there's no yeah you can't think in those terms like don't set people up for expectations that you're you're going to get over asked if you price it properly you should get what, what you're asking for I mean, and, and you should be happy with that yeah you, you yes. know what i mean in the end you should be happy with that and it, it's crazy how some of you know but i think that what my point is is i think that that's why we're starting to see like you more said mary inventory. right we're starting to see more inventory because i feel like the sellers who were considering it were start they're starting to hear the chatter was the word you used and i liked you know oh things aren't the way that they were yeah so but i feel like they're going to be disappointed that they're not you know, let's use that same scenario. I put it on for 500. They got 600. I put mine on for 600. They're going to be upset because they didn't get seven. Yeah. yeah. The, the expectation of sellers is going to have to drastically shift. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's, and it's happening very quickly. Mm-hmm. So I would say I've been feeling it probably the past maybe month, month and a half. Mm-hmm. We've been seeing it coming down the pipeline and we've been talking about how rising interest rates are going to ultimately affect mm-hmm. housing prices. And it's not that they're going, they're crashing. It's just that that bidding, that yeah. bidding war, that over asking, that uh, inf- unnatural emotional inflation, that's the part that's going away. Yep. And it is interesting too, because I feel like it's the buyers are sort of controlling a little bit too, mm-hmm. like when the sellers are going to come on. Cause I feel like the buyers are like, enough is enough already. Like, I agree. This yeah. is already escalated, it's already emotional. Yep. And I'm not going to do that. Now, Evis is a great example. So Evis is a team member and um, she had a situation the other day and the listing agent, this is cracks me up. This is insanity, actually. Right. Tell the story. The listing agent coming back with her demands. Yeah. So um, she put in an offer on a property. The um, only offer. The only offer. um, And she already was, her client went in really aggressively. Great Mm -hmm. buyer um, actually went uh, I'm not, I won't give out the exact number, but when, you know, mm-hmm. significantly over asking. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ultimately, you know, the, the listing agent kind of dragged their feet a little bit and played the game and got the buyers in an emotional state and came back and said, well, you know what? This is kind of, this is, I appreciate that you're over asking, but really in order for us to get this done, this is what we're going to need. So she came back with an even higher counter offer, <laughs> the only offer on the table. Said, said, we want you to waive all of your contingencies. So no home inspection, no mortgage contingency, no appraisal contingency. And Evis was like, are you smoking crack? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, what? What do you mean? Well, you- and this is the thing that's so crazy to me is, first of all, that the buyer even felt the need to have to go in over asking initially just to sort of say to the seller. It was the only offer. Only it was offer. the only offer. And, and they wanted more. And where was the area, though? It's um, Melrose. In Melrose. So a little bit demographic, really, right? I mean, but it was still 
over asking and you were the only offer and she did that to sit to lock it up before yeah. you know so they, they didn't get other offers yeah. so even when it going in aggressively initially no they didn't waive any contingencies which speaks to our show the other day mm-hmm. do you have to do that no you don't anymore you're actually buyers are in a more um competitive position mm-hmm. um you know they don't have to give away all of the yeah. farm yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally the pigs uh, exactly you know. um but the the audacity i was i'm going wait i don't i don't understand i i actually yeah. this is hurting my head they came back higher and are saying the only way that they're going to accept your offers is if you waive these contingencies she's like yeah it's off the market sorry well, I, yeah yeah I, uh, way too that that's crazy I have to tell you, I think Tracy and Jim are, yeah, that's one of the things I love. First of all, it's just so very articulate and so very smart at what they do, right? Yeah. I mean, as a team, they are firecrackers for sure. <laughs> I mean, they're just good. And it's funny because as the broker owner of the company, it's funny because a lot of agents, like if they have to put an offer in on one of our properties or if I'm doing, going the opposite way, it's usually I'm mostly the listing agent, right? It's some of them are a little intimidated, like uh, the broker. Not yeah. intimidating, because I'm not intimidating, but like, uh, like I don't really want to. They want to impress you. Yeah. They want to make sure that their offer looks 100%. And I, I know, do it. Yeah. When I put an offer on our properties, <laughs> I was like, my package has to be just so. Oh, and, well, sure. when I put offers in now, I have to call you and say, what am I supposed to be writing in here now? <laughs> um, but it was funny because I don't remember what property it was, but Jim and Tracy put an offer in on it. And my seller was like hardcore, like, this is what I want. This is what I need. And they were like, all right, see ya. Yeah. See ya. I don't remember what property that was, but I do remember that. And I was like, good for them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I love that you fight for your clients that way. And Evis was doing the same thing for her buyer client. And this is the mood that I'm starting to see though, is that agents are saying no more. It's not a defeatist attitude, right? You're not yeah. going into these offer situation being like, all right, I'm going to give it everything that I got and waive all of the contingencies, give over asking, and I'm still not going to get it. You're not going into those situations um, with such a, you know, ho-hum attitude. Any your, any your attitude. Eeyore, or ho-hum. Eeyore, yeah. um, I think there's more pushback, right? So we're going in and saying, all right, this, this is how we're going to make this work. Mm-hmm. Do you think maybe the buyers just feel like, you know what? I've already lost 10. Like, so what? I'm not going to listen to your demand. It's not going to matter. Yep. Don't care anymore. Yeah. I think some. I think some. There's always going to be a few outliers. Yeah. I'm going to sort of go off course a little bit here just because while we still have Mary here, um, and for you and Tracy to have a discussion, I'd love for you guys to sort of go back and forth a little bit. What are you seeing in new construction? Because you both have new construction projects. Yeah. Um, well, we have the, we actually did finally get our one lot. We have one lot left in our subdivision down in Carver Okay. under agreement multiple times. And the deals just, and it wasn't really anything that had to do with the building part of it. It was, it was just more buyers just weren't ready to do, weren't ready to, to go. So we did finally get that under, under agreement. So we've, during COVID, we had the greatest success with new construction. Oh, yeah. Ever, ever. We had people lined up waiting yeah. to get their offers in on these properties so that their house would be the next in line to be built. And it was just mm-hmm. amazing. So I, I think you will, well, the lack of land is huge yeah. with new construction. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're right now in the onesie, twosie. Block. 
here and there, you know, when we can find a lot that we can build on. Um, and that's something I'm just going to sort of intercede here just for one second. So if we do have any listeners on WATD and you do have land out there, oh yeah, please give Tracy a call because I, especially with the onesie twosies, she definitely has, you know, the clients that are doing that. Um, and onesie twosies being like one-off land. Yeah. Not like a big uh, yep. development, just yeah. like a buildable. But they lot. do both and we yeah. both have, you know. If I could get a big one, I'd get take a big one as well. <laughs> I was going to say, like, we both, I, I'm not going to, you guys can battle it out in the mud right there. But but the good news is, is if We're you do. sharing. Yeah, if you do have a, a lot of land, like, you know, acres of land yeah. that you do think is now is a time to sell that, um, you know, definitely give, you know, Tracy a call, give Mary a call, give us a call at the office and we can definitely get you set up and you could probably have a bidding war right within our own office <laughs> for that land. Even if you're not sure whether yeah. it's built a lot, but you've been sitting on this lot of land that grandma gave you, you know, years ago, and it's always been told that it's, you know, a buildable lot. So give us a call. We can let you know whether it is or it isn't a, a buildable lot and just let you know, you know, what it's worth on the market. And Tracy has such a good background in that as well. I mean, we have years of experience amongst all of us sitting here, but Tracy also has that, you know, working in town hall and yeah. the building department and knowing, you know, who to go to, where to go to. And I mean, such a good resource for all of us have been. I was going to say, I, I've been known to text Tracy and ask a few questions, <laughs> town-related town questions. I think I texted her at least... Like, if, I, I never retained anything because I knew I could just text her. I'd be like, what's the sideline for uh pool, you know, for the yeah. lot line and Being stuff. The still texts me to this day. I love it. Tracy's no longer there because she's doing this full time and she's just so good at it. And they're just amazing. so busy at it too. So, um, Okay, so with new construction, yeah. I so our community over at Cochise Estates um, in West Bridgewater, I think so we're definitely, I wouldn't say the interest rates are deterring buyers at this point. And I only say that with our community because we don't have a model that's up and ready to show yet. Mm -hmm. So, but I think um, that has caused us to be a little bit slower over there. Yeah. You know, buyers are a little bit gun shy on, you know, what exactly am I purchasing, right? I don't have anything mm -hmm. to walk. Um, they're not sure of what the product is going to be. Um, but I'll be curious. What did you say? long it's going to take to build. Mm. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of fear around what happened during COVID, right? We had a lot of supply chain issues and our, I don't, we didn't feel it so much when we were building our, um, at Copperwood. Our builders were really, really good about kind of taking the brunt of that. Um, but I think just chatter, right? Mm -hmm. Industry um, talking about it, buyers kind of felt as if you know, it's going to take, how long is a new house going to take to build? It's going to be, you know, a year or, you know, am I going to mm -hmm. delay over delay over delay and what's going to happen with the interest rates? How am I going to be able to um, cushion that? You know, I can't lock in all mm -hmm. of those questions, I think are. That's why I wonder is if things do change with, you know, I don't think that we're going to see a decline in the market value of prices of houses, but if we see things sort of leveling off, like, is that, you know, the people who have a house to sell in order to buy new construction, you know what I mean? Most of the times I would say that people are probably coming out of one to get into another, yeah, right? One or two, yeah. So how will that process work for them now if they have a year wait, you know, to build a house or six months, whatever, right? What yeah. is what is the timeline that you're seeing? What do you see in trades for your timeline? Um, we're six to eight months um, yeah. new construct uh, with new construction. And I mean, we're, we're starting to catch up from the, um, the supply chain 
yeah delivery problems I, I think i'd say six to eight months is a solid number i don't think it's a year no yeah. i don't either i we we're, we're conservatively saying six months and that's building in yeah a cushion six months from foundation So, and that's, so that's the thing is people, you know, if they're going to, you know, go start that process and then they're thinking, all right, well, I'm not going to put my house on the market for what, like another four months. You know what I mean? Yeah. So where's that going to bring us into July, June, July, August, September. So now we're getting into the fall. We'll still be looking at the comps really that are selling right now, which won't be those crazy over asking bidding wars. Yeah. Uh, But you still should be looking at the list price, even, even a small, like a slight increase, you know, over asking, I really think you should be looking at what the properties are being listed for, because even when buyers are going over asking right now, in my opinion, it's almost a trained behavior. Like I have to go over asking because I don't want to miss it. Or I have to go over asking because I don't, um, I don't want to get into the bidding war. I just want to lock it up. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we've, that's had, we, we've had that happen. Like just come in with that high number right out of the gate, like bang, like. Mm-hmm. Well, so you want to say, you really want to come out that? I mean, it's. One thing that I will say, and I know that um, Trish and Nick Flynn are gonna, uh, the Flynn team are going to join us a little bit later um, or join you because I have to mm-hmm. leave. Uh, but one thing that I still think is kind of funny, they actually, they put on a beautiful listing. Um, they'll promote it a little bit later, but they got a sight unseen offer yesterday. They didn't, they, they didn't accept it. They are holding true to their deadline, but still it's kind of crazy to me that sight unseen was so, the person local. I mean, yeah. these are the things that I worry they, about though. They know, they know the neighborhood, very familiar with the neighborhood. Yeah, but that's the thing that sort of like those types of things worry me because we had this conversation in the office and part of our contingency thing. Is it like, all right, sight unseen, but then they go and see it and then it, you know what I mean? Like that doesn't make any sense to me that no. a seller would even consider that. And I think so from their standpoint, I mean, they're doing open houses all this weekend. They did an open house there yesterday. I went um, and checked the house out. I'm going to swing by there today. Um, beautiful, beautiful house. I can totally see. And it shows really well, you know, on the, on the photos. They've done a great job marketing it. Um, so I can see why a buyer would do that. But to think that we're still in that mindset that, you know, I have to get my offer in today before, before anybody else sees it, I have to lock it up is kind of um, crazy to me. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Um, on that note, I do have to go show a property in East Bridgewater right now. Okay. Well, perfect. <laughs> well, good luck with your showings. Thank and you. um, bye, Trey. Uh, good luck on your open house today. Thank you so much. Yes. Thank and we'll you. Be- good luck with your showings. Yeah. You're staying. Probably. Same people. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, yes. Yeah, so, it's just going to be, well, good luck on everything today. Thank you. And I have. Um, okay. Perfect. And I know Mr. Mark McNamara is around here somewhere. So, if he feels the need to put the headphones on, he can come join me for a little while. We haven't really seen each other a lot, really. Uh, well, we, I guess we were just away for all those days. Uh, but I still have Tracy Grady with me from uh, the Grady team. So, her and her husband, Jim Grady, they have full time real estate agents here at Boston Connect Real Estate, and they are fabulous at what they do. Um, and if you have any questions for us, this morning here live, you can call us at the studio. Tim will pipe you through to me. 781-837-4900 is that phone number. So feel free to give us a call. Don't be shy. And today's topic, we're just talking about, you know, sort of 
do, why right now is a good time to really be considering putting why you should put your house on the market right now and what we're sort of seeing in the market. So uh, feel free to join us with that. We're also on Facebook and everywhere else. So you can see us at Sharon Costa McNamara or any of the Connect pages, Marshfield Connect, Hanover, Pembroke Connect, all of the above. So Tracy, you were talking earlier about, um, it was interesting that you had said about like when the interest rates go up a little bit and the buyers really are not in a position now where before you used to say, okay, yeah, give $10,000. You love it. If you love it, and this is yeah. what you want, and you can't live without it, then put in an extra 10 grand, you know. Mm -hmm. You need to put the money up in order to get your offer accepted, or at least considered. Yeah. It's not going to make a huge difference in your mortgage payment. Back when the interest rates were 2.7, 2.8, we even had a couple of 2.4s, 2.5s. But now you, it's crawling up there, and it, I, I, would not, I would not be as forthcoming to say, you know, Throw in an extra fifteen grand to get your offer accepted because now they are going to pay more for it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's sort of not only are they going to pay more for it initially, like monthly, yeah. the overall difference in the life of the loan. Yeah. If you think about that, you know that's something to seriously consider. So um, I was on Keeping Current Matters this morning, and the cost of waiting to buy a home, and this is why we're saying it's a good time to put your house on the market. That's really what our topic is today. And our reason is because if the rates are going up, the, the buyers aren't going to have the same buying power, right? The buyers, right? So that's why sellers should put their house on the market now. So the buyers are buying right now because they don't want to wait for the interest rates to go up even higher. Um, so this one thing they said, the cost of waiting to buy a home, if a mortgage was, um, if your mortgage was at $500,000 and the interest rate was five and a half, your principal and interest was 2838 then if that mortgage amount went up to 545 at 6%, it's like 3,267. Anyways, the, the, the difference in the monthly payment is $428 a month and 154,000 over the life of the loan of 30 years. Yeah. Can you, I mean, that is huge. So um, yeah, so anyways, so good morning. I have Mr. Mark McNamara who just uh, popped in good with morning. us. Good morning, good morning. How are you today? Couldn't be better. Oh, good. <laughs> so, um, and that's the other thing too. We were just talking about new construction and everything. I'm curious, uh, for those of you who don't know, Mark is, uh, he owns McMara Plumbing. What are you seeing in your industry? Are you still seeing rising costs of, you know, supplies and all that? Uh, definitely on the material end of it. Um, yeah, our, our prices have gone up, like in the plastic, at least 50% from really? where it was a year and a half ago. Uh-huh. Um, I know lumber was way up for a while. I think it has come back down a little bit, but copper is way up in price. So, yeah, I mean, we can only hold prices now for about a week. Oh, really? It's just the prices are fluctuating so much. And are you seeing that, Tracy, too, like with the new construction and everything, too? Like, was there at some point any type of buffer or anything that you think had to be put in there for, like, the rising cost of materials? Yeah. Um, our, we are very lucky that we work with a phenomenal builder now, mm -hmm. we get to purchase and sale. That is your price. There is no, there are no, you know, escalation clauses. There's no, oh, sorry, I have to pay an extra $10 for this faucet, so I'm charging you. The number is the number on the purchase yep. and sale agreement. So I give him a lot of credit for sticking with that. Bob Gosselin is mm -hmm. KG Development. He stays with that number, that price. And when you sign the purchase and sale agreement, there are no surprises. Yes. I really appreciate that about working with him because he tries to take into consideration that, you know, there may be price change. 
changes coming down the line. So mm-hmm. he really priced it out properly. So yeah. I am totally appreciate that. Yeah, and it's good because it gives you confidence putting your name on his on what he's building, you know. So um, it is really good to be working with people. And then, Mark, are you seeing, um, you know, people who have decided to, you know, maybe at one point were thinking about putting their house on the market, and then they decided, you know what, I'm just going to stay where I am and just do renovations. Uh, we see. I think we're seeing a lot of that right now. Um, I oh, mean, yeah. so many renovations mm-hmm. going on, big renovations. It's just in. You know, in the whole scheme of things, I think it just makes a whole lot more sense for people to stay, mm-hmm. especially if they like where they are. Yeah. You know, you can always uh, do some changes to the house to make it the way you want it. And if you like the location, that's the key. Yeah. What were you just saying, Trace? We call it aging in place. That's what oh, yeah. We're, doing. we're aging in place. Well, we're going to be aging in place for a very long time, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> but it is true, though, Trace, right? Like, you just did a bunch, you know, you did renovations on your house. I mean, nothing like, you know, having a, a tree fall on your house to sort of... <laughs> it, 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 it started. Yeah, to make me sort of decide that you were going to stay there. But, but this is one of the things where I said, I wonder if we'll see with the rising interest, I'm wondering if we'll see less properties go on the market because people like you and people like me, I mean, we paid $137,000 for our house 30 years ago. I mean, yeah, we've refied to do additions and things like that, like cash out refis and to buy a multifamily and things like that. But I think, what are we at, like 2.375 or something for, yeah. for our interest rate? It would only, I don't, we couldn't sell our house and get what we have laterally. You know what I mean? It just wouldn't make sense for us to do that. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense at all. So that's why we've decided to stay. Well, the tree falling was a huge help. But, <laughs> you know, and at this point, you kids are getting married and, you know, and then they're going to come back home again and you're still going to need a space to have them, you know, to stay and to, so, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It's perfect. Okay. So um, we are right now at 20 minutes of 11. Again, if you have any questions for us, um, we don't want to make this all about us chatting at you. Uh, we like to make it interactive. So you can give us a call at 781-837-4900. If you have any questions for myself or more importantly, Tracy Grady, who is joining me uh, this morning, I think her husband is on the side there with her as well, having a little conversation actually going to show a condo at 11 and then we have our open house at noon so all right perfect so i'm going to give you time right now to um first i'd like you if you don't mind sum up what if you had a seller in front of you that was hesitant to think about should i put my house on the market now or should i wait until the fall what would your words or advice be for that person i would say you know you should put it on the market now um i still think you're going to get the most money for your house right now than you're ever going to in the in the future i still think the market is strong for a seller it's definitely turning a little bit so if you're you know if your thoughts are i'm ready to move i'm ready to downsize right size whatever it is now would be your time i wouldn't wait any longer i would get your house on the market you're still going to get a considerable amount of money for it considering what the comps are out there right now mm-hmm. uh, and i would do it i wouldn't i wouldn't hesitate at all yeah. And then what do you say to the people who are like, well, where will I go? Because that seems to be the big pressing question. That's the, and then I have been saying to people, I think you need to think about where you, unless you, if you don't know where you want to go, then now is your time to try to get the most you can for your house. And mm-hmm. I for a short amount of time, a short-term rental is the way to go. 
and decide really where you want to be because you don't want to move again and then have to move again. Yes. And that's what I'm seeing a lot of people doing is they're just going to rent for a year. So to play it out, see where they want to go. Who knows? Maybe prices will level off a little bit more. But I think also um, Matt Mahoney, actually, I invited him to join us today, too, because he has an open house today um, this weekend. But I don't think he'll be able to join us. But um, he has a property in Plymouth and he's going to be doing Airbnb. And he's also on off season going to open that up to like some of the agents, you know, that he knows and might say to you, Hey, Tracy, do you have a client that's in a need for a short term rental for a month or two months? I mean, they may be paying a premium for that, but it gives them the time that they may need or the person that's waiting for their new construction house to be built. Exactly. And they want right? as they can on their property right now. And they just need that small term, you know, that small layover amount of time someplace. Um, in, it, in this area, it's really nice because we have what's called the winter rental. So yeah. people that rent their house out in the summertime near the beach, um, actually my neighbors across the street, that's exactly what they're doing. They're going to do a winter rental and mm-hmm. stay from Labor Day to Memorial Day and then decide what they want to do, where they're going to go. Yeah, no, that's awesome. It, that's it's great. amazing to me that someone will actually put their house on the market and not know where they're going. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. you would have to have a rental in place or something. Well, just I, I mean, you told me that you wanted to sell our house today. Yeah, um, I would say we'd have to find out where we're gonna go first. Yeah, that's just me. That's you. I know. I, I know that's me. You, uh, you, I, but it's just amazing to me that mm-hmm. I don't want to say people fly by the seat of their pants sometimes. And just, but if you're gonna get the most gain for your property. True. Yeah. You know, and now is the time financially that it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then you have the opportunity to a lot of people too. what they're doing is they're moving in with their parents. Like, let's just say that, you know, one of our kids, if they owned right now and they decided to sell, they could come back for a while. I don't like that look on your face. We'll just say Tracy. <laughs> but you know, but going with family or doing something. I know Tracy, you totally saw his face. Connection's going bad <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Well, Tracy, um, tell everybody about your new listing here that you have and any other new things that are coming on. Tell us all about the open house and um, everything. And when we're going to have, you're going to have deadlines. Are we still seeing deadlines on offers? I put a deadline on it. I'm not a deadline person. I kind of don't like that. It kind of it cut your nose off to spite your face type of thing. Like mm-hmm. what if you don't get offers and then you're like, well, I guess I'll just take that out because I didn't really <laughs> You don't want to, you know, I always feel like I'm putting the uh, horse before the cart or the cart before the horse. Uh-huh. Uh, but we do. We have a deadline on this one. So our listing is located in Pembroke. It's a beautiful colonial family home. One family has owned it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on Hill Farm Road, which is one of the premier neighborhoods in Pembroke, right off of High Street. Mm-hmm. So it's centrally located, as I always like to say. It's in the heart of Pembroke. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like country quiet living, but close to everything shopping, restaurants, access to the highway. Um, It's a beautiful colonial, three bedrooms, dedicated office space upstairs. Um, They just redid the kitchen and it's absolutely beautiful. Um, Two bay garage that's heated and it's an oversized garage. So it'd be great for plumber, electrician, um, something to that effect. Um, Somebody that likes to work on cars, somebody that um, has a wood shop that they would like to put out there. Uh, beautiful backyard, plenty of room for a pool if they decided to put one in. Nice oversized deck. Um, yeah, these people absolutely know where they're going. They're moving to Florida and they have already got their house in Florida and they're ready to go. 
Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. And one of the things too about when you're talking about it being centrally located, uh, the Herring Run is right there. So there's all kinds of activities. So if you already live in Pembroke and you know the great things that Pembroke has to offer, um, that's good for you. But for the people who are listening that aren't familiar with our community here, um, so many things, the fish fry, the fish fry that's there and just a place to just sort of hang out. I love that. Like we always go there every year to get our Christmas tree. The Kwanis is always there, right? Just selling Christmas trees for scholarships. Uh, but there's also the park right down the street where people walk their dog up in the woods. I don't do that. I'm not a woods person. I don't know. I'd rather walk down Dorchester Ave. You know what I mean? There's lights and people, <laughs> you know, you never know who's parking behind those trees. I, I really wouldn't. I would not. I would never walk in the in the woods by myself. People do it. And I think it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really a woods. woods yeah. Either. <laughs> yeah, I know. But if you are, the good news is you're an outdoor person. That's <laughs> the outdoor space for you. We so. have that space for you. So, um, and obviously, the Christmas tree lighting goes on, and that's yeah. up. I mean, there's always stuff going on up in the center. They have music at the fest, you know, at the gazebo. Um, and we have a new community center that's eventually going to happen and you know, all kinds of things. Yeah. So it's a great, great community. And again, when is the open house again? The open house is today from noon to two and tomorrow from noon to two. And again, it's 15 Hill Farm Road, right in the lovely town of Pembroke. Okay. Well, Tracy, if people can't get there today between 12 and two, I know there's a lot of graduations and things like that going on. I'm sure that you could get them in there for a private showing. No problem. You can, okay. contact, you can contact me at 617-620-8484 or my husband, Jim, at 617-842-4019. Um, yep, we have showings. You can you can absolutely book a showing anytime. Our sellers are very flexible and easy to get out of the house. So if you want to get in and show it, mm -hmm. please give us a call. We'll be happy to set it up for you. Yeah, and absolutely. Sometimes I think, you know, going to the open house and just popping in, I think is good. Um, and obviously there's two of you, so you're able to give full attention, you know, to people when they're there. But I feel like there's nothing really like a private showing in a way, you know what I mean? So even if you go to the open house, you decide you like it, you can always set up an appointment with Jim and Tracy after the fact as well and, you know, see it one-on-one, -on -one, right? Because I feel like it's weird when people are in houses, like at open houses and they feel, they feel intimidated to like, go in the kitchen and open the cabinets and things like that. It just you know. like you're in somebody else's house. So yeah, it's like, yeah it's absolutely. And then I'm just going to talk about what, go ahead. Did you have something else? I'm sorry. I'm going to say we do have another listing that's coming on the market in Situate. Oh, perfect. Talk about that. Road. Yep. 179 Hatherley Road. Um, it's a beautiful house. It is one street back from the beach. You can see the beach out on the side. Um, we actually just, we were just out there the other day. It has a beautiful side wraparound porch, beautiful pergola. Um, be it has a master bedroom suite on the first floor. And it also has uh, a primary suite on the second floor. Hardwood floors, beautiful kitchen. It Keep your eye open. It's coming on the market. We're getting it photographed next week. And it's absolutely gorgeous. The location cannot be beat. It is that's beautiful. awesome. And that's 179 Hatherley Road in Situate. Do you have a price on that one yet? We do. It is going to be 1095000 
1,095,000. Okay, so just under 1.1. So that's great. Again, so that is 179 Hatherley Road in Situate, one street from the beach. So if you're listening, um, again, and you want more information on that, um, I'm sure that Tracy can give you some more information about that. Her cell phone number is 617-620-8484. 617-620-8484. So again, 15 Hill Farm Road today. And then coming up next week, hot off the press people you heard it here on WHD with uh, the Grady team 179 Hatherley Road in Situate uh, one street from the beach all kinds of great stuff inside one point one million ninety five so um, make sure you get in touch with Jim and Tracy on that one um, I'm gonna just talk about a couple others that are going on in the office so um, I just don't know that I have the times that are here which is sort of a bummer because people were supposed to be joining us and they haven't so um, Let's see, 175 Nicholas Road in Rainham. Um, Kristen Howlett, she texted me. She was busy getting her balloons. I know she has an open house there today. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have the times because I thought that they would all be joining me today. So um, you can look that up, 175 Nicholas Road. Um, 263 Bartlett Road in Plymouth. That's with Matthew Mahoney, uh, a.k.a. Matt. And again, that's 263 Bartlett Road. Looks like he's having an open house today as well. Uh, we just talked about 15 Hill Farm Road again with the Grady team. That is today and tomorrow, 12 to 2 p.m., but certainly open for uh, private showings. And then we have the Flynn team, and um, I thought that they were going to be calling in today, too. Um, they're at 23 Blackbird Drive in Pembroke. Yeah. I know day for calling in because I was the only one who called in. Do I get a prize today? You get a prize. Yeah, you got all the attention today. And anybody who calls today that needs a real estate agent, it's going directly to Jim and Tracy. <laughs> um, yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, because I can't multitask and do that at the same time. So 23 Blackbird Drive in Pembroke. That's another beautiful home. Uh, that's the one that Mary was talking about earlier. Uh, that's on for $9.95 that the uh, Flynn team actually got an offer on that site unseen. Uh, but it was not accepted. So there is still time for you to do uh, to get in there. So they're having an open house this weekend. And Jess Page is 25 Old Landing Road in Pembroke. And uh, the list price on that is 1.789. And uh, she's having an open house um, at some points this weekend too. I'm sorry, I really did think that everyone would be joining me today. So I didn't have the times. And if Melissa was with me today, but Melissa was off um, today, she uh, knows all that stuff inside and out as well. So, so 175 Nicholas Road is, uh, has four bedrooms. It's a ranch style home. It's cute as a button and it's on for 429. That's in Raynham. 263 Bartlett Road is on the market for 449 900 and that is a three bedroom uh, colonial style garrison. Uh, again, that's in Plymouth with Matt Mahoney. 15 Hill Farm Road, that is seven rooms, three bedrooms, two car garage, 859.9. Again, uh, that's with the Grady team and that's Saturday, Sunday, 12 to two. 23 Blackbird, four bedrooms. Uh, it has nine room, two car garage, 2,500 square feet of space, a little bit more. That's on for 995. And the last one, as I said, 25 Old Landing Road has 5,327 square feet of space. It's on for 1,789. And that is with Jess Page. So, so Jess uh, Page's open house is tomorrow, June 12th. 
mm-hmm. from 2 to 4 p.m. Perfect. Um, we have, oh, that's the same one. That's the next one. The only one I have. Okay. Well, everybody can go on to bostonconnect.com and you can find all of our listings on there anyways and you'll be able to uh, find all of those open houses uh, that we have for the office and if you need an analysis done on your house uh, we are happy to send over Tracy Grady and Jim Grady to do that for you so you can find out what the value of your house is today so you can find out where you're going tomorrow some of the statistics that I ran earlier too is year-to-date 2022 and uh, year-to-date 2021, what it would have been. And I've been really, really trying to watch this, you know, sale price to list price ratio. And in 2022, so currently the sale price to list price ratio in all of Plymouth County with all price ranges is 104. So people are getting 4% over, uh, 104% is what they're getting. So they're getting 4% over their list price. In 2021, it wasn't much different actually year to date. It was 103. So the sky isn't falling. It's just changing and shifting a little bit. And it's sort of similar to last year. What's that? Yeah. Well, it's funny because like where I'm seeing some of the bigger differences in 2022 and 2021 is, you know, when you do narrow it down by price range, um, one of the bigger ones was like the lower priced homes in 2021. Those were going for like 108 list price to sale price ratio. And this year it's 96. (laughs) So it's under. So that's interesting, don't you think? So it's almost like those homes that are going to be flipped or renovated or something, those aren't going as high as they were. Yeah, that's, that is definitely interesting. Yeah. That's a, that's a funny number. Isn't that? Yeah, I thought that that was really interesting. And again, it's like, this is the thing with numbers. It could have been just one house that was really terrible that made that number really, really off. So, um, and too, when you're looking at the sale price to original price ratio, they're both 103 for both years, but that makes sense to me. But, you know, Tracy, have you noticed seeing a little bit of um, price changes? Yes, I definitely have seen, the numbers are definitely coming down. They're not they're not as high as they were. Mm-hmm. And, and it makes it tough going in, again, like we talked about earlier, it makes it tough when you go and sit down with um, a client that's going to put their house on the market and they're already asking you, what do you think I'm going to get over ask? <laughs> I've, even have, I've even had people tell me that agents can guarantee a bidding war. And I'm like, well, wow, good for you because I don't know how you do that if you don't have multiple people making offers because that's how you get a bidding war. I know. And unless they're just very underpriced, I mean, let's talk about that. I mean, we have five minutes left, but I think it's a good, why don't you tell our listeners what is, when we're looking at how to price a home, what are, what are the gauges that you're looking at in order to give somebody fair market value listing price? I mean, obviously it's dictated by the comps because the house has to appraise and that's, you know, you always say to some, you always say to your sellers, you need to sell your house twice. You need to sell it and then you need to get the price that you're asking for it through the bank and the appraisers. Um, so I usually go in, look to see what updates have been done. Is it, you know, is, are you floor? There are certain things that are going to sell a house, a beautiful kitchen, bathrooms, um, hardwood floors, don't spend money on paint and things to that nature yep. um, because, you know, people are going to come in and they're going to put their own taste on it. Obviously, location is going to matter. Um, and what I, I, I still hang my hat a lot on the comps. 
and mm-hmm. seeing what and to give them an accurate price on what I think they're going to get for their house. And I very rarely ever go in and say, I can guarantee you, you're going to get a bidding war. Cause yeah, I would never guarantee anything really. There's no guarantee you're even going to sell. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it always kind of hangs on a real estate agent. People are putting their trust in you and it's like, it weighs heavy on me. Like, what am I going to do if, you know, if it doesn't come together? I know. And it really happens because I think we take the time and I think everybody in our office does, takes the time to price it properly mm-hmm. and expectations for your buyer and your seller to be like, look, is this the price you want? And this is the price you should, you should be super happy if you get this price. It's a great yeah. number. Don't be thinking you're going to get more because more than likely that's not going to happen. Not everybody gets bidding more. Granted, we're coming out of a unbelievable yeah. um, year. Well, that was just emotionally driven. I mean, it was just... It, I have to buy, you know. Yeah, it was just really sort of crazy there for a while. But I do, like, I know I have two new condos coming on the market. Actually, I'll talk about those. Uh, 44 Butwell Street in Dorchester. We have two new condos coming on the market. And um, I actually sold that property off market last year to this developer. And uh, those are coming on next week. And we're, you know, talking to him about pricing and everything. And, you know, especially in the city, we heard all the prices of this, the prices of that. And we had a conversation with him, me, Mary, and Evis the other day and just said, we feel as if you're, you price the house according to what the comps are. If it's going to go over, then that's fine. You know, then, and then that comes into appraisal stuff too. Let, let the buyer be responsible for that appraisal gap. But you can never underprice a house. That's one thing I know for sure. Because if you underpriced a house, that's when you're going to have all those multiple offers. Right. And I still feel like pricing it accurately by based on those sold comps is the best thing to do because you don't want to press it, price it 50000 under because would you even get the 50000 more that would bring you back to market? What if you, do, I mean, this is a conversation I've had. I'm like, what if you underprice it and you don't get your underprice? Yeah. <laughs> Not way under where you thought you were going to be. Just price it accurately. Right in that range. I mean, it's so easy to do. You find out what is similar to your house, similar location, similar style, similar condition. Take, I don't know, let's just say five comps that have sold that are like that. You add them together, divide by five. You put 3% on each end of that range. That's how you get your range, right? So that's where you should be listing your property. So I don't know. I think that we will see in the coming weeks how things are going to sort of adjust and change. And if we will see more houses coming on the market. Um, And again, if you are listening today and you would like an analysis done on your home, or if you are thinking about buying a home, I know Jim and Tracy are on their way out to show a property right now. Tracy, can you let everybody know how they can get in touch with you? Reach me at my cell phone, 617 Six two zero eight four eight four. You can reach Jim at six one seven eight four two four zero one nine, or sh- uh, just um, shoot us an email. Tracy T R A C Y at bostonconnect.com and Jim is Jim at bostonconnect.com. We'd like to keep it easy around here. And if you didn't get any of that information, it's very easy to remember bostonconnect.com and you can find all their contact information on the website. And we hope that you will join us again on Tuesday for our show. And um, we are on from 6.15 to 7 and we'll be back again next Saturday. Jim, Tracy, thank you so much for joining me today. Have a great day at your open house. Thank you. All right, I'll see you later. I'm going to pop by, okay? We'll see ya. All right, bye, Tim. Bye. Have a great day. You too.